God bless you, sir. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's be seated. Good, good evening, everybody. And um, happy new year to everybody. It's good to see your beautiful faces. Um, to enjoy worship with, singing worship with um, fellow brothers and sisters in the faith. Hallelujah. All right, so um, I have very little time to share what I want to share. And so I'll just go very quickly to the point. Um, can I have my slides, please? So that The reason why I use slides is it's the only way to keep me in time, or else I'll keep talking and I'll say the things, I'll not say the things I really want to say. All right, so yes, so I just want to quickly share digital evangelism or digital for evangelism and disciple making. Okay, so um, let's go to the next slide. Now, I'll be as quick as I can be so that I can get questions. Now, what is God's vision for mankind? Very simply put, it's very, very simple. God has started it from the beginning, Genesis 1, 26, 20. Uh, to 28, it goes on in Genesis. Um, and if you notice, if you read the book of Genesis from Noah to Abraham all the way down, you keep hearing him talk about the blessing. Okay, In Abraham, the Bible says that he's going to bless every person. Now, why is it important for us to know this? So that we'll be able to know how to use the tools that are at our disposal to be able to do this effectively. So let's go to the next slide. What's God's vision? God's vision is in Revelation chapter 7, verse 9. It says that, then I looked and I saw all peoples, all tribes, all nations, all tongues were standing before, you know, the lamb. And they were in white clothes and they were holding uh, palm branches. In Habakkuk 2.14, he also goes on to say that the glory or the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as what has covered the sea. Some people have called that gospel saturation. What that simply means is that every person, man, boy, man, boy, girl, uh, woman will have a chance to hear or will have multiple chances to hear the gospel so that, you know, they will be without excuse. Not so much so they will be without excuse, but so that they will have a chance to actually get uh, redeemed and become part of God's family. So this wonderful vision of God, let's go to the next slide. This wonderful vision of God is very powerful vision. The Bible says that, um, I think it's Second Peter now, it says that God is willing that everybody should come to salvation. So God wants many people saved. God wants as many people as possible to be saved. How is this vision of God going to become a reality? That vision is what births our mission. Let's go to the next slide. It is, next slide please. Okay. It is you and I. Matthew chapter 28 verses 18 and 19. How many people know what's in Matthew 28, 18 and 19? Okay. 18 says, Jesus said, all power, all authority has been given to me. The next verse, it says, therefore, because all power and authority has been given to me, go and make disciples of all the nations. Now, we are used, when we hear missionaries, what's the first thing that usually comes to your mind? Somebody that is going to one village somewhere to go and preach the gospel, Abby. Okay. Yeah, a village that doesn't have internet, doesn't have water, they don't wear clothes, etc., etc. You know, but because we think like that about missionaries, we seed the work to them. They are the ones that do it. Our own is just come to church, sing in the choir, play instrument, clean the church, you know, send money sometimes, and maybe pray once in a while, and we just leave it to them. You know, but the truth is that Jesus gave this commission to you and I. It's all of us, you know. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. If we do not take responsibility for it, 
will not see opportunity to do it. Okay? And opportunity is in front of us. Opportunity is here. Okay. All right. So, it's important that we know that all of us are the ones that are, we are, um, can you say with me, I am a missionary. Say it with conviction. I am a missionary. Okay. All of us are sent. All of us have been sent. We are sent into different places. You know, we have the fivefold ministry gifts and all that. They are supposed to equip us so that we can do this. And um, Pastor Alex cannot go everywhere. His desire is to be everywhere, but he cannot be everywhere. There are some people that you can reach that Pastor Alex cannot reach. There are people in your neighborhood that you can reach. There are circles of influence that you have that he does not have. And so God in his wisdom, knowing that it is better. There's a video I watched recently about how if one person decides to disciple one person an entire year, in 34 years, if you teach that person that you are discipling how to disciple another person every year, in 34 years, you'll be able to hit 8 billion people. One person. Praise God. Let that sink in. All right. So, we are all missionaries. Okay? Let's go to the next slide. You know. And that is, COVID showed us how powerful digital media is. Before now, there's a book I wrote in, I published in February of 2020. I didn't even know that COVID, there was going to be a lockdown. You know, and God kept urging me to. So I published the book. It's about how churches can use uh, digital you know, stuff and social media and stuff to preach the gospel and to make disciples. You know, and when that book came out, I discovered, I'd done some research, and I discovered that there's so much shift towards digital things. That was even before COVID. COVID came and we suddenly saw it. All of a sudden, every church was campering to be online. Is that true? Everybody needed to be online. If you are not online, your church probably shut down. I know churches that they shut down for that entire period. There was no meeting. None. Because they couldn't leverage technology. And all of a sudden, we started rushing. Now, COVID has ended. We're all trying to rush back to the buildings again. There's a statistics I saw recently that says about um, about 47% of Christians do not go to church online or offline on Sundays. So that's one in every two Christians don't go to church on Sundays. Okay? But let's, let's leave that. Let's, let's. So the truth is that we need more than people that just attend church. Nowadays, you realize that there's a lot of content available, right? If there's no preacher you want to hear today, that you have to go to their church in the U.S. You can listen to them online on YouTube. Okay. So, the truth is that we need to go beyond just people that are taking content to people that are actually changed by God. And that is where disciples come in. Now, I've written this. Acts chapter 4, uh, chapter 2. It says that daily people were added to the church as those that were saved. So, that's where addition to the church happens. Okay? It's not just people coming to our meetings. That's beautiful. It's beautiful for us to have large meetings and to have evangelistic crusades. Reverend Victor had a crusade yesterday. I mean, up till this morning, powerful crusade. A lot of people came. But, you know, the cost of having that is a lot. I mean, I can't tell you the figures here, but you can imagine how much it would be to rent Liberty Stadium to get the lights and everything. You know, so as we add people to the body of Christ. As people get saved, the church is growing. Praise God. All right. So let's go to the next slide. Don't worry. I'll get to the... I know that you are itching for the... How do we use the phone? But it's important that we have this. Now, there are two approaches that personally I have seen works. Both with digital evangelism and even with general uh, 
offline evangelism. And those two are, can we read it together? Broadcast and relational. All right. So broadcast is digital pulpit proclamation. It's usually one to many. You just share, as I'm standing now, I'm talking to more than one person at the same time. Okay? Relational is more about nurturing relationships. It's more about one-on-one. Let's go to the next slide. All right. So, um, okay. The one before that. I think there's a slide before that. Yes, okay. All right. So, the focus of the broadcast approach is basically to create awareness. Okay? It's to just know that how many people live in an area where somebody still rings the bell in the morning and says, and it's Kede Igbala. I still do. There are about five churches in my area, and still people expect us. It's interesting. You know, but do you know that we're actually getting to a place where we are getting numb to those things? We don't respond anymore. How many people agree with me? I've been in a taxi before. I was coming from UCH. I was going towards, um, no, I was coming from Gate. I was going towards UCH, Mokola, and I was in a bus, and somebody was preaching in the cab, and the young lady, I mean, the driver and his friend were playing music, so, so they were gisting. And then the, the only person, myself and the only person, at least, there was another person preaching, and then there was a, a young lady, she had earphones in her ear plugged. So the person I was preaching, who was she preaching to? Who was she really preaching to? Maybe herself, to just mark the register that she has done it for the day. You know? So we have become very, very immune to some of those things nowadays. Somebody gives you a tract, you are a Christian, you just put it in your pocket. Or you look for the next dustbin. How many people have, have done it before? So, so don't worry, it's not a... It's not, you, are not, you are not alone. <laughs> Praise God. So it's really about just proclaiming the message. And there's nothing wrong. People need to hear the word. Okay? So it needs to be proclaimed. Now... Just a couple of ideas so that you can begin to see how it relates to digital. Okay? When you do a WhatsApp broadcast, that's like a general proclamation. That's a one-to-many kind of approach. When you do a live stream, that's an example of that. When you do video on demand, you just record your vertical videos and just put them out there. People can see it. It's a good thing. What you need to begin to start thinking about is how can you get people's attention. How many people have seen on TikTok? Somebody just rushes to the camera and says, hey, stop there, stop there. The idea is to get your attention. If you see somebody running to the camera, would you stop? Uh-huh, no. The idea is to stop the scroll, okay? Is to make people stop and wonder what's going on here, you know, so that the message can stick. Nowadays, they say that the average attention, the attention span of the average person is actually shorter than that of the goldfish. Yes, I think it's 0.08 seconds. Not 0.8 seconds, though. If I have my, I'm, I think it's about 0. Point, but it's shorter than the attention span of a goldfish. Why? We are bombarded with all kinds of messages on a daily basis. So, you are, sometimes you're just mindlessly scrolling. How many people have been there before? Then, three hours later. Aha, okay. Uh, I can, that laugh is, is very telling. All right, so the idea of broadcast is just push the message out. And there are two ways. You can do it with an organic reach, which is essentially you just using the people that are your contacts, people on your WhatsApp status. If you are somebody that will be able to gather a lot of contacts, you can have 200, 300 people via your WhatsApp status every day. So that means you are pushing it out. If you have followers on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know, you just push out one content and a lot of people see it. So you can take that approach. Let's go to the next. I want to show you something that I did um, last year. All right, so... I hope you can see it fairly well. Don't worry, I can drop my slides so that you can have a chance to look at it. I'm not stingy. 
freely God has given me. So, by the way, I designed the slides myself. So, thank you. All right. So, now, I spent 5,000 naira. And these were the results that I got. Okay? Sorry, I have to see from here. I'm, I've started using glasses. The Lord is my shepherd. Bad lights and tiny prints from one amplified Bible that I bought is what cobalized my, my eyes. All right. So, let me, let me, I can't, I can see, but I'll probably have to move. And I know that it's not good for the optics. So, I spent 5,000 naira. 4,833 naira. And in the space of two weeks, I was able to reach almost 6,000 people. That's 5,848 people. If I printed flyers, I can't do that. I can't even print flyers for 5,000 naira. It's not possible. Okay? Even if I print the flyers, the cost of distributing the flyers is another thing. I'll look at some people's face and look, ah, this person doesn't need, this guy is a mechanic, he's wearing, maybe, have you been there before? Uh-huh. You know, so, but with this, I targeted specifically young people in Nigeria. I started, so, the, they will watch a video, and then the video sends them to my WhatsApp, and then I, I've already prepared a script, I just chat with them, okay? I, I started 69 conversations with less than 5,000 air, okay? I ended up having three people give their lives to Christ. I made sure that they did so I, I, while I was chatting with them, I said, are you ready to give your heart to Jesus? They say, yes. So I'll do a voice whatever for them and tell them to do a voice note back. You know, and three of them did it. Eventually, I had six people decide that they were going to become disciples of Jesus. As in making disciples intentionally. Let's welcome our Father in the Lord, please. Let's just... You're welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. So, so with five, those, the video, one of the video asked a question, you know, I will show you, I can send you a link to where the video is. Are you broken or are you in God's good plan? So if you are God's good plan, that means you are saved, you know, then are you making disciples? Those are the questions I asked. Six people said they wanted to start making disciples that made disciples. With how much? No, it's not even up to 5,000. It's 4,800 <laughs> With less than 5,000 naira. Now, if you print a billboard, if you print flyers, you can't get this kind of result. But usually we're not even that intentional with flyers. Have you tried printing flyers and getting people's contacts from flyers before? How easy is it? It's very hard, Abby. Okay. All right. So let's go. Let's go. So what I'm saying is that you can actually, I did this personally. This was not church. This was me. So you can do this. I've seen lots of people use videos, you know, to reach out to Muslims. If you, if you, are, if you also look at it very well, on your Facebook feed, you've seen actually videos that are targeted towards you, Muslim videos that they are sending to How many people have seen things like that? Okay, maybe, maybe not many of us. But so, so, and of course, because I'm a digital marketer too, and I do digital ministry stuff, when you explore, you, know, you discover that they are targeting young people that are between 16 and 35 that live in Nigeria, something like that. So... The beautiful thing about this broadcast approach is that you can reach wide with just little money. Praise God. So let's go to the next one. The relational approach. Okay? The relational approach focuses on nurturing relationships. It's about building trust. It's more of a one-on-one approach to evangelism and discipleship. You know, and I'll just quickly highlight a process that I've written. These are things that I have done personally. Okay? 
So I'm not just sharing stuff, theory with you. I'm sharing things that I've done. Start with prayer. You know, pray. I've had, I used to have a friend from secondary school who was, of course, was a guy when we were in school. And then all of a sudden, I just noticed online that he said he had become a woman. You know, so, and I really got concerned and I started praying for him. So I reached out to him in private message and we started talking. He, did, he doesn't believe, apparently I think he had experienced some abuse, so he doesn't believe that God exists. I mean, he says all kinds of bad things about God online. And usually what do we do? We try to defend God, Abby. You know, God will punish you, break your head, etc., etc., etc. You know, so I started chatting with him and I didn't know exactly how to talk to him. So I spoke to a friend who had been an atheist before and he said, talk, I just love him, just have conversations. The opportunities will come to share the gospel. So start with prayer. Start looking for opportunities. And that's what listening is. Many times we are quick to talk first. I've seen people post on their Facebook that, ah, I just slept with my boyfriend yesterday. I'm really very bad. What do I do? That's the, like, that's, this is the kind of generation that we are in. I mean, this is the lifestyle choices that we are having now. Digital is a part of our life. It's not going anywhere. It's going to be, unfortunately, it's going to get worse. Praise God. Everywhere is quiet, you know. But, but that's just, that's, I mean, it's setting things up so that the Antichrist and all that can really do their stuff. But that's really where it's going. Human interaction is going to be something that's going to be very costly in the coming years. Okay. All right. So look out for opportunities. I have gone on Facebook and I've seen groups where people are doing dream interpretation. Some of these groups have 20,000 people in, th- in those groups. And somebody will just go there and just say, oh, you dreamt that you saw thirties. Ah, things will be slow for you. You know, and I have the Holy Ghost. I have the gift of word of knowledge, word of wisdom. I can give you proper interpretation. Why can't I go into that kind of space and begin to talk to people there? You know that if you, sh- if you interpret a dream properly for somebody, you've caught that person's attention. So there are vast opportunities for us. I mean, if you look on Facebook, you will see groups. You can do it now. You can check. Take your phone and search for egg People that love eggs. You will see a group on Facebook that have people that love eggs. So people are gathering in those communities. Instead of us trying to create another community for them to go to, why don't you go into that? That's what a missionary does. A missionary goes into a context and acclimatizes in that place but brings Jesus into that place. There are groups where people are single online. They are talking all kinds of rubbish. You can get there as a believer. And you don't need to carry a placard. All you need to do is look for somebody that you will, somebody will have a problem that you can pray and the Holy Ghost will show you a solution and you can share with that person. Praise the Lord. So look for ways to connect. The Bible says in Luke chapter 10, verses 1 to 6, it talks about the person of peace, that when you get somewhere, you know, and you want to preach the gospel, if you enter the place, they accept you. That person is a, a person of peace is usually somebody that is not saved, that is willing, to, that is open to the gospel. You will find a lot of them online. There are people that are asking questions about the, you know, the uh, origin of God. I mean, all those kind of people on, um, on Google. One of the greatest searches on Google is, who is Jesus? People are not turning to pastors to ask questions. Though. People are going online to ask questions. Have you ever tried typing on Google and you see that as you are typing? Google is doing what? It's giving you auto-suggestions. All right. So, um, share your story, you know, and then share his story. Share how Jesus transformed your life. You know, if you can't share that, take the gospel and just share the gospel. Let's go to the next slide. I'll, I'll round up in a bit. Next slide. All right. So, okay. So, this is an example. 
Identify a friend you want to share the gospel with or do a digital prayer walk. What's a digital prayer walk? Look for a place where people, are, people need the gospel and surf that place. In the um, online, I'll be offline rather, the way you do a prayer walk is that you're walking through an environment and you're just praying, you know, asking God to open that place to the gospel and all that. You can do that online too. Join a group, Ranch HQ. How many people know Ranch HQ here on, on Facebook? Okay, there are business groups. You can join that group. I joined some of those groups intentionally because I was going to preach the gospel day. But I'm looking for an area of interest. I love graphics. So I look, I mean, I joined graphics design people. I just joined that group. I started sharing, you know, we're talking about, if we are talking about graphics and we are resonating, it's easy to bring the gospel into it. As against somebody that we don't have anything, as a, you know how difficult it is to preach the gospel in a bus? I've tried it before. When I was in secondary school, I went to FGC Lauren. When we were coming back, I got born again when I was very young. I was 10 or 11. And so when I'm coming back from school, they had told us, I got born again in FCS. They had told us you must preach the gospel so that the blood of the people will not be on your own head. So I'm in the bus. I want to preach, but I don't know. So from Ilori all three up to Ogbomosho, sometimes or you I'm praying. I'm asking God for help. The moment I just share the gospel, I just sleep. So nobody will ask me any question till we get to Lagos. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's really tough. And some people need to, I mean, some people are gifted with evangel- the gift of evangelism. They can preach to anybody. Some of us are struggling, but we still have a responsibility to preach the gospel. It's easier to preach to your friends and people that you have relationships with than sometimes people that you don't know at all. It's a lot easier because there's already premise. Praise God. So find somebody, identify a friend, start praying for that person. Okay? You know, establish a, com- a, a connection. Find common ground between both of you and then listen for perfect timing. You know, and then um, you can share a video and then ask for feedback. Just share a video with the person. You know it's very easy to send a video to anybody. You know it's very easy. Just send a video and ask for feedback. What do you think? You know, let's go to the next slide. All right, so like Pastor was emphasizing earlier, start with prayer. It's not so much so about the strategies that we do. If Jesus is out of it, you are wasting your time. You know, and the Bible says that there are the, um, the harvest is plenty. So there are places where God is already working. There are hearts that God is already working in. All you need to do is ask God that, you know, you should do that. So pray for boldness too. It's important that you have boldness to be able to preach the gospel. Pray for those that you want to read. Let's go to the next slide. I'll round up in a bit. I'll just share a few useful tools that I've seen. Next slide. All right. So there's the three circles gospel presentation. You can search for it online. You know, I don't have the time. I'll have just shown you how to do it. It's very simple. I've seen... I saw a video where an eight-year-old used this thing to preach to somebody. It's something that you can do on a sheet of paper in just a few minutes. You can share the gospel with anybody. There's, there's a video. I wish I could. I wish I could. Okay. It's a bit long, so I may not be able to. But the video is very, very straightforward and explanatory. Okay? It starts with the fact that all of us, that first circle. So you draw the first circle with the heart inside. That's God's good plan for everybody. You know, but then we walked away from that plan in sin, in disobedience. And we walk to a broken world. Okay? And that broken world is the one that has the circle with the jagged zigzag. Then we try to get out of that broken world. We try many things. We try sex. Some people try relationships. Some people immerse themselves in their work. But it's like a rubber band, like a bungee cord. You go and then you find yourself back there. You know? And then what God did was that he sent his son. His son came to die. That's the arrow pointing down. You know? He came to the earth. He lived and died on the cross. And then he rose again. When he rose, anybody that accepts him as, as his Lord, that's where the crown is for, into their life, they get restored into God's, broken, into God's great plan. 
So the video ends with this question. Are you in brokenness or are you in God's good plan? You know, the person answers, I'm in brokenness. So what's stopping you from moving from brokenness into God's good plan? You'll be shocked. Some people will say they are not ready. You know, but that video that they did, I mean, they, I think they spoke to 33 people. About eight of them decided to give their hearts to Jesus. And if an eight-year-old can do it, then you are too old. You know, the beauty of multiplying disciples is in the simplicity. Once it's too complex, then it will be difficult to replicate. Praise God. So, then there's a second, 15-second testimony. I love this one. How you can share the gospel, your own story, in 15 seconds. There was a time in my life before you gave your heart to Jesus. Okay, so I, I use my own story. There was a time in my life I used to steal by rules. Sometimes up to 30 in a week. Yes. Okay, I'm not ashamed. This is my old, it's my past. So, old things are passed away, I mean. Uh-huh. You know, and the reason why I was stealing by rules, this is the elongated version, but the reason why I was stealing by rules because I wanted recognition. I wanted people to like me. So, there was a time in my life where I was insecure and I wanted people to love me. And so I did bad things. But then Jesus came to my heart. That's where the cross is. Okay? I, I made him my savior. And then he transformed me. And now I like to give people a sense of purpose. Do you have a story like that? If you ask your friend that kind of thing, they probably have this kind of story or they don't have it. And that's an opportunity for you to preach the gospel. Praise the Lord. So you can do a search for this on YouTube. You'll find it. Let's go to the next slide. And I'll round up. I just mentioned a couple of tools. That you can use. God Tools app is on, it's on, it's an Android, and I think it's on, also on iOS, you know. How many people know the Bible Project? Powerful guys. You know, they have a lot of, and if you are, if you are finding it difficult to understand the tree of life, the tree, all those things, if you are finding it difficult to understand the book of Revelation, go and look at their videos. You have clarity, you know. Um, version. How many people use version? Yeah, very easy, you know. Street Church, Yes, you know, those are, those are tools that I have used personally. Yes, he is, dot com. That's another website. They have a, they have a, um, a, 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 a sorry, a, they have an Instagram handle where you can actually see. They help you share, they, sh- they share a post. How the, voice of the, how the voice of the Holy Spirit is like the voice of your mother. When you see that, are you likely to check that kind of post? Because you're wondering, voice of the Holy Ghost, voice of my mother, how they like, like. All right, so. Then there's Zume. Zume is a discipleship course, you know, that you can introduce to people that are interested in the gospel. They are not born again yet, but you can introduce them to it. Okay, so that's, that's a wrap. I'm done. You know. Any questions you have? Okay, so while we're preparing our questions, um, like I said, one of the easiest ways, Pastor was saying earlier, if you want to know how to pray, the only way to do it is to pray. You know, if you want to know how to preach the gospel, the only way to do it is to do it. And one of the things I've seen is this. If you practice on your own or you practice with somebody, it's actually easy to do. So this, there was this time, this um, 15 second testimony, I practiced it. I practiced, I did it on my own. I sat down, I did it. I spent maybe like 20 or 30 minutes doing it. I practiced, said it, said it over and over again. So in 15 seconds, I can quickly say it. I don't know if I'm getting my phone. Let it not be the first time, like, I mean, I play the instrument, so let it not be the first time you're going to play the song is when you're raising the song in church. You know it's better if you have the ass. They're singing war or you're playing high life. <laughs> you know, so, questions, yes. Online or offline? 
Hello, okay. So, um, if you have a question and you don't want to ask into the mic, you can scan the QR code there so I can help you ask your question. Don't worry, it is anonymous. When you scan the code, you can just ask your question. We are practicing digital um, church and everything. So, let's, let's use it now. So, scan the code. It will take you to a page where you can ask a question. Nobody will know it is you. So, just ask. So, it's... Then you can go to the link on our social media platform as well to take it to. While the questions are waiting, um, there's something I was also dropping in my mind. I said I was going to share. We need to start thinking beyond our Sunday live stream. You know, we really need to think beyond our Sunday live stream because what we do on Sunday, what most of us do on social media, Christians, all of us do, is that we just broadcast stuff. Social media is there's social and then there's media. The beauty of it is that there's opportunity for feedback. So when you just push out your content and you just walk away from it and wait till next Sunday again to push it out, what that is, and you're just releasing content, you're not getting any feedback. So it's important we start thinking of how do we, I mean, we need to go back to, have money social media for Global Harvest as a whole. So I'm saying this from experience. We are pushing our content. We need, there's analytics. There's a way to check how many people watch the video. Where did they drop off in the video? There's a way to know. So like, and I've noticed the only time where people are very active online is during the message. After that, like this, the thing will just go down. So what we started doing in our church is that we will take our content after the live stream, we will cut it, we will take the message out, we will take the praise and worship out and upload it separately on YouTube. So that if you want to listen to the message, you can just go and start listening to the message immediately. I don't know if you're getting my point. Instead of having to scrub through how many people have sat down through an entire live stream from beginning to the end before? Yeah, all of us. It's all of us. Don't worry. You know, except maybe some of us are very old school that we have been used to listening to cassettes. <laughs> you know, but generally nowadays, once the thing is getting, you just log off. You know, or you put it times two. <laughs> ah, okay. I'm casting many people. All right. <laughs> so it's important. Let's, let's go beyond. So as we're doing the live stream, you can put people online. Let them be interacting with the people there. Pastor is sharing something. He gives a quote. Let them, somebody online should repost it. You will see people begin to respond. You know, after the live stream, where are you taking them to? What we did in our own church was that we, after the live stream, we ask if you're a first time or you want to join the online church group. There's a link. You fill a form. You land into a Facebook group. I was able to grow that group from zero to 400 in about a year. And the idea is that from Monday to next week, Sunday, we have some kind of interaction of those groups. Because discipleship is not just when you listen to the word from the altar. Discipleship has to be happening on a daily basis. We are struggling with many people because um, Tiwa Savage, etc., etc., is discipling them from Monday to Saturday. Then we come on Sunday, we try to unravel everything that he has done. We don't have enough time, you know, and the cycle just keeps going on. We have to find a way to be interacting with them. And social media gives us that very easily. On a daily basis, you can give people one-on-one. Close marking. Make sure that they are reading their Bible and they are praying. Praise God. Questions? Okay. So I, I, okay, I guess it's been answered, but I will just ask. How can you take the gospel to the media? This, this is a question. Okay. Yeah. That, that's very wide. There are many ways. I mean, social media is just one of the ways. You can use email uh, marketing. You get people to drop their email, subscribe to your newsletter, and you are sending them mails on a regular basis. That's it. That's another way. You know, what by, I'm, 
you people may not, some of you may not know World Bible School. They used to send us um, um, discipleship course. Yes. You will answer a few questions. They will, at the end of the day, you win a Bible. Yeah. New Testament. Then there's another extended course. They will give you all, the entire thing. But the idea was that they will send you questions. You are reading the book of John. They will ask you a couple of questions. You will fill it and send it back to them. They will mark it. I've seen the, I received one that they had marked. They will send it back to you. And so they are giving you teaching across many miles. Nowadays, it's easier to do it with. So you have somebody that really wants to know Jesus. You can't, let's read the Bible together. And let's start interacting. You know, that's so, so there's, there's so many ways. Your website can be a way. You can enter TikTok. There's a lot. The generation that we need to hit for Jesus is not people like me. Me, I'm over 40. I've been born again for a couple of years. Is the, I have, my last one is nine. Those are the people that we really to start. And they are not on YouTube, on Facebook. They are on YouTube. They are on Roblox. Some of you may not have heard of Roblox before. You know, but those are the places. We need to start being in their faces. I saw a video this morning somebody shared from, on, uh, on Twitter about how so they, they took the story, of course, Satanists. They took the story of Adam and Eve, twisted it, you know, and said it was the devil and Lilith that God, you know, and I mean, they just messed the whole thing up. And they made it into beautiful cartoons. When somebody said it, I said, there's no problem. We have Bible projects. Bible project has beautiful, very well, I mean, drawn, um, um, what do you call it? Animations. That you can check. If you go and check it, just, just give your children. My son will sit down with it and he's just watching and just watching. Against watching Goku and all those guys, you know, praise God. Any other question? If there's no question, is that that my, everything I said just went over your head? Oh, I'm a very good teacher. And I'm not sure it's the second one. <laughs> any, any question? Any question around this? Okay? Very interesting. All right, so let, let me just share one more thing. Like I said earlier, um, we need to start going to the places where people are. You know, people, the number of Nigerians that are on, I mean, nowadays, social media is just a part of your life. You wake up and before you know anything, you've checked your phone. Even before you've read your Bible. Uh, don't worry, I will not, don't, you don't need to raise up your hand. You know, but we need to start finding ways to take the gospel into our spaces. I've heard of people use, I mean, I've heard of all kinds of different stories. People have gotten born again from watching TikTok because somebody invested prayer and invested, you know, simplicity of the gospel in those spaces. The reason why we are complaining about many things is because we that are active, that are supposed to be active content creators, we are not involved. We're just consumers. So can you look into your space, your, your sphere of influence? Are there people that are not saved yet? Start praying for them. And start looking for opportunity. God, that God tools uh, app has training, has all kinds of different content that you can just post to people, you know, about how people can get saved. And you don't even need to do any. Just send them the video. Let them watch it. And then ask them for feedback. How far? You know, and if you are too scared to do it in person, send a chat. You know, how I many people have had people that are not, you know, people that you change their diapers. They just come and meet you on WhatsApp. What's up? You know, and you're like, Tumafueniko. You know, but the truth is that that's what social media has done. It has kind of just, some people are taking it over, but that's just, it has just leveled the play. It has given access. All I need to do is just have your WhatsApp number. I can send you a message. You can decide to now block it all, but I will still send you the message. You know, so we can begin to start thinking innovatively. And we don't have to wait for the church media team to do it. As a person, 
we, you are a missionary. You are a new creature. You are an ambassador of Christ. You cannot separate the two. You cannot be an ambassador of Christ without first being a new creature. And you cannot be a new creature and I say, no, ah, no, my own is just to just come and sweep church. Mm-mm. We are all ambassadors. We are all missionaries. All right, thank you very much, everybody. It's been an interesting audience. Thank you so very much. Let's put our hands together once again for Pastor Eyitokwe Lala from Global Harvest Church. Um, I think we'll have to invite him again for a training session. But uh, I was, I was going to say with our media ministry, but it just, 